All right, today's scripture reading can be found on page 978. <clears throat> it's Ephesians 4, uh, verse 15 through 16. <clears throat> Excuse me. Rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the, bo- the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, with each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. The word of God for the people of God. So one of the images and themes that's continuing to run through of what what, um, Paul wants us to hear is that we as the church are a collection of people who are being united together um, and being built up as a temple uh, to the Lord. Um, So then you are no longer strangers and aliens. You are fellow citizens with the saints, members of the household of God, built on the foundations of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure, that's you, being joined together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord. We're being built together. We're growing, and part of that growth is that we are joined together. Um, And that we are established in this knowledge of God's love for us and grace for us. So the more we know that, and the more we hold together, we're being built up into this temple so that um, in chapter 3, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love uh, might have the strength to comprehend and know all of God's love for us and, and have this fullness, um, and that we're working together. We're, we're, we have this bond of peace. We have this unity. And as we looked at last week, um, we are to grow into this, into maturity, to, to grow into this unity that we have, grow in our knowledge of God's love for us and who He is, and that He doesn't want us to be um, like stumbling children, like a toddler with um, bad footing, or to be blown about by every wind of doctrine. And that's the idea of, of being like in a sailboat, that's in a storm, and the wind is blowing it, the waves are roaring, and it's going all just wherever it's being carried. And what it's being carried by is um, any doctrine. And when we say doctrine, I think it sounds more religious. Um, but, but the idea is there, there's teaching. There's, there's teachings that we're hearing, and it's not just um, teachings in the church. It's not just even false teaching in the church, but it's things that are claiming truth and claiming things about reality. So we don't want to be thrown about by that. Rather, instead of all this, and now we come to the positive thing, what we're doing here is that we are to speak the truth in love. And that's how we grow up into the head and that we are joined together and equipped to do what God is calling us. Um, So it's that as we grow together and as we grow into Christ, that's what it builds us up, and that's what continues to grow us, that continue to reach other people with the gospel, continues to mature us who believe. And so it makes sense that the way we grow together, and the 
way we grow in Christ is by speaking, speaking truth. If you think about it, this is just a very basic thing. Uh, the way we have relationships with one another, the way we have um, connection with one another is talking. You know, we spend time together, we tell stories, we, um, we, we laugh, we tell about ourselves. That, that's the way we join together is, you know, just when someone tells you a truth they've gone through uh, or experience, you know, share some experience, that's how we, we can relate to that. Um, we, we share with one another support and encouragement. And doesn't it just um, draw you closer together when you hear of someone who struggles with the same thing you struggle with? Doesn't it join your heart to someone when they say, hey, you know, I, I really appreciate this, or I, 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 um, I'm sorry you're going through this. I hurt with you. Let me pray for you. I mean, that, that's all of what relationships are is as we express who we are and as we express things and as people share with us and we're known and we let ourselves be known, that's what binds us together. And so the way we do that is we speak truth. We come together, we read scripture, we speak truth. We, we hang out together and we speak truth. We um, deal with whatever we're going through. We speak truth and we speak this to one another. And that's what grows us and builds us up. And I, I, So I want to spend some time looking at how we speak truth and then how we do that in love. Um, I said that we're blown about, or there's a possibility of being blown about, tossed and fro um, by every wind of doctrine. And we need to remember that we are living in a world of deceit and lies. I mean, Satan is the deceiver. Satan is the one who tells us lies, and he doesn't appear uh, with a red suit and horns and a pitchfork and saying, Ooh, have that second donut. Well, maybe he was downstairs saying, have that second donut. But I mean, he's not tempting you like that. This is what makes the lie is it's so believable. You hear it constantly, and you're hearing it everywhere. And so we need to, we need to hear about the truth. We need to speak the truth about ourselves, about others, about the world, and about God. Because you are bombarded with lies on all of those. And so instead of those wind of doctrine, those, those lies and deceit that is leading you astray, you need to speak the truth to others, to yourself. So we need to speak the truth about ourselves. Guys, from a very young age, you're told that your value is what you perform and what you can do whether it's athletics, whether it's your career, whether it's your work, everything is constantly bombarding you with a lie that what makes you worth something is what you can produce and what you can do and how you perform. And you need to speak the truth that what makes you worth something is you're beloved by God, that he has redeemed you. You are in his image you have given tasks to do, but they are not who you are. You find your truth in Jesus Christ. Young ladies, oh, and you look at TikTok, you look at Instagram, 
and you look at girls and think, I don't look like that. And you're bombarded with the message that unless you look like the models on the magazine, you're not as worth as much. So here's the truth. Those girls don't look like that. They don't look like themselves. It's a lie. I mean, I'm sure you've known the, the, the Photoshop powers and the filters, but you look at people and everything. And here's something else. Friends, we look at all the things on social media and everybody else seems to be having more fun because, I don't know, I'm, I'm never tempted to, to post a selfie of me being bored. We don't do that. We, we don't show. I mean, I, I've, I've said there's not a lot of Instagram posts at funerals because we put before people our happiness and our joy, and we take a dozen pictures and pick the best one and then put a filter on it. And we need to have the truth that, Everyone's not having more fun. We need to have the truth of who we are. And the truth of who we are is also, I'm tempted to sin. I'm, I'm, I struggle with following God as I ought. And I need to be able to speak the truth that I'm a sinner. I, I've, I've failed and I need to be honest about my sins and confess them. But I also need to be honest about myself and who God has made me, and you need to be honest about yourself. We need to be honest about one another. Um, one of the things I've, I've learned is that very often we can impute wrong motives to other people. We can kind of think that people are, are doing something um, and mad at us or something on the basis of, of something you know we experience with them when the truth is we're reading it wrong. We need to be honest with others and about others, and maybe um, you know, be honest about people's gifts and skills, the way God has blessed them to encourage them. And so to speak the truth of, um, you did a good job teaching. You, you really helped me when you um, shared that burden with me. What a great way to share the truth to others about the good you've done. And, and speaking the truth to ourselves about others of, um, you know, maybe they were not having as bad of a motive as I'm putting to them. You know, one of the ways we love others is to assume the best about them and not think, oh, they're out to get me or that's just that lousy person. We need to speak the truth about the world. You watch the TV, you watch any news, and we feel like everything is out of control. The world, who knows where it's going? I mean, just... I, don't, I can't turn the news on without thinking everything's falling apart and we're collapsing and I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if you're like that, but here's the truth I need to hear when that's my mood is. Well, the truth is the news isn't there to tell me what's going on. The news is there to sell advertisement. And the news knows they don't sell advertisement unless people are watching. And people don't watch the news if they think everything's okay. You only watch the news if you're worried about what those other people are trying to do. You only watch the news when you think everything is falling apart and I need some news because if I know what's going on, then I can survive and then I can take control. And the truth is, there is a God who is on his throne. He has not abdicated. His kingdom is coming. He is reigning. Now, it's nice to know what's going on, but for the most part, we have to keep in mind, they just want to sell advertisement. And the way they sell advertisement is to make you feel needy, 
to make you feel scared and to get a lot of people watching to get mad about what the other party's doing. We need to remember the news of the world. We need to know the news about um, God. We can easily deceive ourselves and think that you know, God is um, a begrudging God. God is a harsh God. And we need to remember he is full of grace. He is a God who is more ready to forgive than we are to ask. He is a God who loves us. Anybody recognize the alarm? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, we need to recognize that we, we at times want to tell ourselves, you know, God doesn't take sin that serious. God doesn't take these things uh, that he, he doesn't really care about, those small things. And we need to remember that God is a God of justice and a God of love. We need to hear the, the, the news of the truth uh, of other people because how often it is that we can say all people like this, all, all Republicans are like that, or all Democrats are like that, or all people are... And, and we are moving into a time when more and more what we're doing is putting people into categories and saying that all of you are like this. And there is nothing that destroys community more than doing that. Because what you, what you do is you say, okay, here's this group. You can't know me. If you're in this group over here, you can't know what it is to be this, and you've destroyed all communication. Matter of fact, that is um, part of the idea of truth. So we need to hear this truth. We need to hear the truth of ourselves. We need to hear the truth of others, hear the truth of God, and we need to remember it is truth. One of the things in this um, that I hear more often is kind of the idea of um, people talking about their truths. You know, I have my truth, and you share your truth. And um, um, <laughs> where was that? <laughs> uh, the truths. Um, oh, yeah, everybody having their own truth. Okay, here, here's one of the things we're dealing with. And it's, it's been a, it's a bizarre thing, is we've moved to the idea that my experience and my feelings trump everything else. And so my truth, and, 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 and so even, even the issues with pronouns and the issues with um, my perception of things, true, everyone has experience you go through. Everyone has feelings, and those are valid. I don't want to downplay the truth of, you know, the validity of that. But when you make your experience what trumps everything about reality, you isolate yourself. If you make your feelings what triumphs everything else, see, experience and feelings help us to interpret truth. They don't determine truth. So if, if we both experience something, we're going to have you know, different experience of it. We're going to have different feelings about it. But if I insist that the way I want to view reality and the way I feel in my experiences determine truth, I have destroyed everything Paul wants us to do because you can't experience my experience. You can't reach into that. I can't reach out of that. If I'm going to say this is the way I interpret the world and the world has to conform to my feelings of it, then I've reduced the universe to my psychology. 
Do you understand what I'm saying is if we're about communicating, if we're about coming to the truth and we're about sharing our lives together and you're saying, I experienced this and this is my truth, if, if that, I can't reach into your experience and, and you've cut off all communion between me and you if your psychology is going to trump everything. But if we say here is a, an objective truth, here is a reality that we can share, then we can talk about it. And we can have different perspectives that help us both see the truth about it. And we can share that, and we can also be united. We can have a communion together. And so Paul has us do this of sharing the truth. We need to be sharing this truth with one another, but we do so in love. We speak the truth, but we speak the truth in love. So sometimes that truth in love is, um, brother, this is a sin. I love you, and I want to see good, but I have to tell you this sin. Sometimes that truth in love is, you have a, a, a wonderful gift here, and I want to encourage you in using that, and I, I want to love you. But I think sometimes the way I hear this verse used is, I can tell somebody anything that is truthful as long as I just kind of couch it in the idea of it's loving. Maybe if I say it nice enough. Um, so that we can just say anything. I mean, th- th- there's ways of speaking the truth that is not loving. There, there's ways of pointing out things about a person that isn't motivated to help them get better and restore reconciliation, I mean, restore relationships. And so we do this in love, but that in love encompasses a lot more than just that speaking time. In other words, the in love, I think, talks about a relationship that is ongoing, you don't just decide you're going to go speak somebody truth and you're going to do it nicely, and that's speaking the truth in love. It's that you've got a relationship where you have walked together. You've, you've built people up. You've shared difficult times, and that is a time when you can come together and say, you know, my love is proven. The love is there, and I can come now, and I can confront with something that might be difficult to say. I can come alongside and say this is... Um, God's truth, and, and that love is not just, I'm saying this nicely, it's that it's in the context of a relationship of living together and sharing together, laughing and sharing tears, and then having the time um, to do that. So we, 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 we speak truth, but it needs to be after we've, bear, we've carried one another's burdens, after we've wept with those who weep. And rejoice with those who rejoice. And all of this, as we come together and we share that love together, and we know Christ's love, and we speak truth to one another of, you know, this hurt me. I'm doing that within the context of love. I'm not angry, but I want to share this hurt me. Or, you know, you're really good at this. I'm not trying to manipulate to you and get you to do something that I'm wanting to hand off, but this is a gift. All of those things are the way we are built up. We know God's grace, and we form the community that he is using to continue to build us up and to draw others in. Now unto him who is able to do more than we can ask and imagine, be honor and glory and power forever. Amen. Would you please stand and let us state what we believe through the words of the Apostles' Creed.